0: It's Nzinga Imani, and I'm here with Ray Holiday and Janae Bolden. And this is All Right So Boom. Today, we're joined by our special guest, Alexis Skye. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Now, I want you to tell the truth. I want you to get into the nitty gritty because I know you're a businesswoman, (laughs) I know you're a mother. So, you saying you are all right? I'm they running off two right. hours of sleep. <laughs> right, oh, I'm saying say, what you feel. I'm running off two hours of sleep right now. Ray and Janae, I know that y'all had a busy weekend too, so what did y'all get into?
1: Uh, we uh, were ambassadors for the One Music Fest mm-hmm. over the weekend. We helped out with the marketing and promoting yeah, yeah, it. In marketing, turn, yeah. we got some great VIP tickets. And um, we were in the creators lounge.
2: It was a vibe in the creators yeah. lounge. They have free food and alcohol. And so. free alcohol. So
1: why everybody paid twenty five dollars a pop?
2: Mm-hmm. So right. And waited, like, in, line and to waited eat. in line. And waited in line. Right. We had great mac and cheese and Absolutely. lemon pepper wings. Yeah, I and I
1: did see. Alexis said she wants the macaroni right now. Right. <laughs> you got. You got to see Kendrick.
0: I, I saw you
2: Janet, got Janet, Kendrick, Kendrick. Meg. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of all of those celebrities. In your career, I know you've had lots of celebrity encounters, so we're just gonna start <laughs> off. We would love to hear some of your celebrity encounters. What is one of your crazy stories about a celebrity encounter? Mm. I will say I had
3: like an iconic moment with the Kardashians. Ooh. Oh. Um, yes. I got to go to the bath like not go to the bathroom, but like we were all like waiting in the bathroom together. Mm. I was at um Diddy's party and I was like, you know, in their section and the
2: fiftieth birthday. Yeah. Oh, nice. So
3: yeah, we were partying together. So I met Kim and Kylie. They were like so cute. Super sweet. Chloe's really? so super sweet. They asked about Lele. So I'm like, oh my yes. god, yeah. No. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it
1: was, it was where fun. was the paparazzi? It was whatever. I, I know. know. Cause I know they found
3: um, it. I think actually being in the ho- at the house was mm-hmm. an iconic moment for me too.
1: Being to a Diddy party in your once just once in your lifetime is always a blessing what I, think. And so, yeah. um, I was actually at uh, the party in New York where the girl's hair caught on fire. Oh. And I'm just saying, we didn't, we smelt it before we knew. Mm-hmm. But you know what hair smells like when it's burning. Yeah. It's all and bad. so imagine everybody just dancing and you smelling that. You're like, wait a minute. Somebody's hair's on fire. Mm. And so it was a little embarrassing for her. but me...
3: My water broke at Diddy's. Um, oh my what?
0: God. How is that not the craziest story? My water story? broke
3: at um, the New Year's. Yeah, it was just but I didn't know like mm-hmm. you know I was having contractions and mm-hmm. it was like my, you know I didn't really know I thought I just ha- was using the bathroom a lot mm-hmm. so I right. was like oh using the bathroom and yeah. I was actually going into labor so
1: was it before the ball drop?
3: Um, after ah, okay. and then I had my daughter on the fourth. Oh
0: wow! Oh, yeah. so your water broke? But and then...
3: yeah, because it, it was the crazy you know.
0: So when did you find out that your water broke? Like right. when, how did you? Know? I
3: started feeling sick and I didn't really know like what contractions really were. My mom wasn't there so. When I got off the plane on the second, mm-hmm. no, of the on the first, I flew back home and then my water broke that day. But oh, wow. you know, she was still young, so they had to like kind of give me um, oh, wow. a story shot to keep her in. But then mm-hmm. she decided I'm coming out, so she came out on the fourth. Okay,
0: cool. So, yeah, but I
3: was like, it would have been iconic if I had the baby at, at
2: the, the
0: party. party. I literally was just That's what about that. That. I said. why no. I said cool, because I'm no. like, I can imagine like I she wanted was a, a party too. in the house. I was yeah, like hey. I mean, maybe Dr. Dre or something. Yeah, was- <laughs> but yeah,
3: that
1: would have been cool.
0: But it was cute. Your baby was ready to party. She was like, let me out. I heard we had Diddy House. I love it. (laughs) The
1: name of the podcast is I, so boom. So obviously, we know you from, well, I know you from Love and Hip Hop, right? Mm -hmm. But the greatest thing about that is you've been a part of three franchises, Mm -hmm. which has not really been done by a lot of people. Three franchises and a spinoff. So it was Hollywood. Yeah, I was on all the Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. yeah. And you were on Love and Hip Hop Reunion. Yeah. Correct. That was my last. That
3: was the end of my season with them. So that so was the last.
1: that's actually a dope feat. So when did you break into, when was your moment that you feel like you broke into the industry?
3: All right. So boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, honestly, when I was dating Fetty, you know, I feel like that's what started like the push of my career because back then, you know, relationships weren't like a big thing as it is mm-hmm. now. So I was like one of the first girls to kind of like be dating, you know, one of the like, you know, top pop artist in yeah. the industry. And it was like probably like a few other, but we went like viral mm-hmm. on the internet, you know, back in the days. Now it's like a thing for couples to be together like. Right. But right. back then nobody was really claiming their girlfriend, very, very so true. um, you know, I think that that kind of push started my career. Um, I got, you know, I started getting my following and you know, things like that. I ended up on TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: What do you think are some of the greatest lessons that you've learned from your your reality TV moment?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember the moment that I found you on Instagram and I knew like your numbers were crazy. So at that point, is that when you knew that you were famous? Like how did you how did you handle the fame and the recognition? Well, I
3: have always been like kind of famous in right. like, like my own way and I always kind of been like popular mm. my whole life. So it didn't really like, you know, it was more exciting cuz it was like you know I'm a star, but I knew I was going to be like a star when I was younger. So and I'm like, you know, I went like prom queen and things like that. So I've always just been like the it girl. Mm-hmm. So it just like made it more. You fell into like your I made destiny. It. Love yeah, it. I made it.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's a reoccurring theme. Like yeah. when when the girl is that girl, she's always been that that's girl. It's really yeah. not really the glow up that I see too much. I feel like,
2: you Yeah, know. like
3: in my yearbook, I put like, I was going to be famous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I feel
2: like you were famous before TV, even. I mean, Atlanta's kind of one of those places, too. You know, you
3: know, like yeah, one of those I know.
2: D- And I feel like I always, it's been my job to know. So right. I yeah. remember but the moment I was like, this is a girl we should feature. Like, I think Aww. we were already doing, like, putting you in bangers and, like, posting your pictures from the gram, like, even prior to the show. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it can't be easy, you know, navigating as an entrepreneur and a reality star. What have been some of the challenges, and like how have you navigated those? I just think like pretty much the ups and downs, like
3: sometimes things are you know busy for me, sometimes it might be slow, yeah, just
2: being consistent,
3: um you know keeping a consistent pace with your brand and things like that, so I think I've done a pretty good job it's you know I've been in the industry for like you know the game for like almost ten years now, mm-hmm. so like i'm you know I started like eighteen, I'm about to be thirty, so you know. I think just being consistent, keeping a consistent flow. If there's it's like a struggle, you know, it's struggles. struggle sometimes. Yeah. like, okay, right. what's next for you? It's always like, what's next? And it's like, you know, it's never enough,
0: I feel like, to keep going. I love that you are like a serial entrepreneur. You mm-hmm. are always hustling yeah. yep. onto something new, and yeah. that's a beautiful thing. I'm wondering, because I'm Caribbean, I'm Guyanese, does okay. your Jamaican but- roots have anything to do <laughs> with the way that you hustle and the way that you move? Do you feel like that?
3: Um, I think so. A hundred percent. Also, I just think, you know, my mom being like a, si- well, she was a single mother at the time. So I had to think like her just showing her going to work all the time. I just knew I always need- wanted to be independent. So she'd like raise me that way mm-hmm. to just be, you know, always going. Yes. And you're a
2: mom now, too. I so what has that, that been like? Yeah, I have a six year old. <laughs>
3: uh, six going on like 30. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, you know, it's mom life. Life is life. Ain't it? You know? It's um ups and downs. It's like you know your mother, but it's you know it's like a finding balance. You know that's the hardest part.
0: Is there anything that you're um worried or concerned about when it comes to her being in the limelight, being in the celebrity yeah. world? Are there things that you try to shield her from?
3: Well, I think now like I I'm just more mindful with you know protecting my brand and the things that I've put out on the internet because um like back then I didn't really think like you know she can grow up and it'll follow her. She'll be in school like, oh, your mom did this or your mom did that. Right. Or, you know, so now I just, you know, more so just like cleaning my image and just trying to like make sure that, you know, she's able to be like, oh, that's my mom. You know yeah. what I mean? And nobody has anything negative to really say, you know?
1: You've actually made some real incredible life changes mm-hmm. uh, yes, as I a have. woman that have been very noticeable and very admirable. Yeah. How has this new walk uh, been affecting you just overall?
3: Um, It's, it's a journey. You mm-hmm. know, I went I wake up in different, I don't know spaces. Sometimes every day, it's yeah. like a struggle. Sometimes, cause it's like okay, like my life has like really changed a lot. I've let go of a lot of things that I, you know, used to do and partake in, and it's like kind of hard. Cause I think that like you know the Instagram, like my following and the people just make it harder. Cause right. like they're so judgmental with everything, right. that right. I do. Right. So it's like right. you know it's a little annoying, but it's my journey. So I'm just gonna continue to, you know, journey on it the way I want to do it.
2: I just want to commend you, too, just for the transparency, and, like, there's so many young women that look up to you, and I know your journey hasn't been the easiest. When I heard, you know, about some of the things that you had to deal with in the past, like, as a runaway, you know, I really have to commend you just because there's, it's such a big issue in Atlanta. I think a lot of people don't see, they see the glamour, and they Mm -hmm. don't understand that there's yeah. Sex trafficking, mm-hmm. you know, there are people who are doing things, you know, maybe they're too young to, you know, really yep. give consent. So I think that's important that you stood up for that. Yeah. Was that hard, like, telling your story? I'm at a comfortable stage to speak on it. Um, you know, but nobody wants, like, you know, you want to keep
3: hearing some of those things. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a space where I'm just kind of, like, trying to, like, let it go. Right. It's part of, like, the healing process, but can you really ever really let it go? Right. Like, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I try not to, like know replay it but i like to you know i think a part of therapy is speaking on it too and you know being a voice to help others Mm -hmm. um and using my influence i think is super important so um you know there's different ways of being trafficking nowadays um you know kidnapping and all these things and i actually just did a summit on that and i didn't realize how many girls have gone missing and stuff so i think you know it's super super important that if you know you have the influence and i'm able to help with that, you know
0: absolutely and your advocacy for that yeah I mean it's it's a beautiful thing to see because not only are you speaking up for people who don't have a voice but now you're also able to transition your life yeah. and they see you can get out of this situation and be whatever you want to be become whoever you want to be lean into your faith yeah. and yeah. you know be a mother and really not just you know just. Have that title of victim, yeah. So One of pat- my
3: yeah. ultimate goals, I think, that I do want to accomplish is at some point it's really risky and touchy to do, but I wanted to create a um sky house for like a safe oh, house that's for women, but it's just like you know for batter women or things, but you know, kind of touching. With those guys out there, it's kind of scary because I know what I dealt with. So right. just trying to like save them is like you don't know what you're going to really like that's true. deal with yeah. or the context. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like I got to – it's something I always think about and I, I really want to do to be able to have a house for girls to come and get help or be able to just, you know, be safe. Yeah. So that's
0: beautiful.
1: Oh, well, maybe one of the millions of people watching will actually chime in yeah. <laughs> if we can get that done. Yeah. But that's very honorable. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. I love mm-hmm. that. I
2: wanted to ask, too, like, now that you've, like, lived through so much and grown through through so much, if you could tell your younger self, like, advice, like, what do you think you would have told yourself?
3: Um, I always say, um, choose your friends, like, wi- like choose yes. my friends wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really, like, listened to, like, my grandma, my mom, but, like, when you know, the company too. that you keep oh. is perfection, right. so a lot of... Um, things that, you know, transpired in my life and occurred is because of the company that I was keeping. Mm And that particular situation with trafficking was because of a friend, you know, so I think that's the biggest thing for me is just pretty much like who I was hanging around. I feel like I was, if I was with a different crowd, I probably would have went to college or been around, you know, different, you know, I was with a whole upside down crowd, like, you know, and people that were older than me as
0: well. I was always hanging with
3: people three grades ahead of me, you got know, mm.
0: so. I'm wondering if when you were doing your reality show, you felt like they painted you in a certain way. Like, oh, was it. there anything that happened that kind of got misconstrued um, you in, in terms editing? of the public? Yes.
3: Oh, what I think one of the things were, like, the whole Fetty situation and my child's father and all that stuff, like, um, I think that they ran with it because they want, you know, like... Rating. Yeah, Rating. and it's just, like, anything to kind of, like, make people, like, be embarrassed in right. a way. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was really, like you know, probably like one of the worst experiences I had with the network. But um because I personally knew like the truth behind everything. But I never spoke up on it because it was nobody's business besides me, Fetty and obviously my child's father and I felt like I didn't have to explain myself to the world. But yeah. at that moment they put me in a situation where I was like, okay, like I have to speak up on mm-hmm. you know
2: right. yeah. and I just wasn't
3: ready to broadcast that because at the end of the day, like things happen in life. It was a situation and I had no control over it, you yeah. know, and it is what it is. But they painted it to be like, you know, oh she didn't know her child's father. No, I knew. Mm-hmm. Right. But you know
1: uh, So Alexis, what was the best and the worst advice that you've ever received?
3: Okay, the best advice, I, I'll start with that. Yes, the best advice <laughs> was to never give up and to keep going. It doesn't matter how many times you think you fail Facts. or you think something's not working out, just to keep going and to keep striving. Um, the worst advice, oof, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, one of my friends I told th- me to do something I shouldn't have ever did or something. like I don't know.
1: That is, what was the worst advice you've ever received? That's a
3: good question. I don't really take advice from people. Actually, I'm sorry. Oh, like exactly, <laughs> <I'm>, like <laughs> that's that's, I think that's yeah. a better answer. Like that is a I'm answer. a very strong-minded person, and like I don't like people telling me. Okay, mm. I hear you, but right,
0: yeah. I like but. for you to tell me what I already know and what I'm. All yeah, gonna do, so, so I, I do really take advice from people like yeah. my friends and
3: family. I listen and hear it, and it's really up to me if I want to receive smart. it.
0: Yeah, cause no, everybody's figuring it out. You right. can't yeah. really, you know. No, there's some people who didn't figured it out, and I'll take some advice from my Oprah or Tyler Perry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some advice from them. But yeah, when you're right. talking to people on your level, it's like we all have different paths, so you don't really want to. Yeah, I don't you. know. I'll ask me that a little later. I gotta, I'm sure there's some listen, bad advice out there. I have to know the
2: Tyler Perry advice. I think we all need a little Tyler Perry advice. <laughs> yeah. right. I'll tell you what I he told me. Right. Look, I'll right. listen to right. him. Right. Well, I'll say,
0: and it wasn't even really advice, but one thing he said to me was, you're something special. Oh, I love that. And I received that as, as advice. Like, if this man who's been able to achieve all these things feels like there's something in me, then... I'm going to be receptive to that. I'm going to take the compliments. I'm going to take the accolades and whatever comes my way and really own it instead of like, you know, imposter syndrome. I feel right. like a lot of times we have that in this industry where you don't really feel like maybe what other people see you to yeah. be. But yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. That, uh, that's me too. Exactly. Like. Because-
2: you don't of see course the like yeah, yeah. the
0: Kardashians know who you are. Yeah, right. you know they ask you about your baby because yes. you you are the blueprint. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the facts. But we don't really always receive that. You know, we're always kind of kind of shine away from our power. Mm-hmm. Bump that. You are the electric sky. Your light. Thank you, <laughs> the
3: electric sky. Let Speaking of electric
0: sky, I I heard that you were considering changing your name, dropping the sky. Is that? Something yeah mm-hmm. okay. well my name
3: well Sky isn't my name at all and okay. neither is Alexis like, okay Anastasia is my name so yeah. wow have, well Alexis is my I have two names so yeah. my middle name is Nicole actually Alexis Anastasia is my first name so I really wanted to like transition my name into just Anastasia
0: okay mm-hmm. what I'm you just, waiting on right
1: I
3: don't know I think <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to do it maybe 2024 I might step into a rebrand yeah. right yes. Anastasia love a rebrand what do you think is holding you back? I don't know, but I need to let it go.
2: Right, right. (laughs) I need to let Sky
3: go. I don't know who that person is no more. So I think I'm ready to let it go and just put Anastasia. So
1: we'll see.
2: Thank you so much for stopping by, Alexis Sky. We have so enjoyed this conversation. Thank you you for
1: having me. Definitely, definitely have. Well, what do you have working on?
2: I'm super
3: excited to um, really announce one of my communities that I'm starting for um, moms and women. because you know now I'm really home with my daughter more, so I created a you know women's community um, to help make passive income. So I just got into like Airbnb business, um, which is very lucrative right now. And um, so the community pretty much teaches you how to like fix your credit and how to start an Airbnb. So I have like two coaches that will coach them through wow. the whole community. Um, and pretty much some girls are like oh I don't have the funds for that so now you build, you know build your credit you get business funding and now we're able to help fund your first property so I have pretty much a whole community set up for those girls and I'm launching that in like another week so I'm super excited about that because oh, um, I'm at home and it's like you could be able to make money from anywhere in the world and still be a mom yeah. balance everything um, I have my brow kits coming out mm-hmm. so I'm licensed in, like, I doing need that brows. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to be the first black own um, brow kit in Sephora. Oh, wow. So that's my Excellent. ultimate goal because there's not really a black
2: owned brow kit mm. there. Mm. Um, yeah, so we yeah. don't want those Caucasian eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, I just want to kind of, like,
3: you know, have a, a kit for the, you know, mm. the African Americans. Yep. Yeah. I love it. Oh, great so great. that's pretty much awesome. My daughter has her company. Um, she has a business, too. That's right. Um, so. You know, I kind of been putting a pause on it. I don't know really why, but she has some um, hair drops. So I'm going to get back on that. And I just, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I always have my hands in different things. Yes. Um, I feel like the Kardashians have, like, 100 businesses,
1: so I'm do the same. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. How do the girls get in contact with you if they want to be a part of it?
3: Oh, so it's called Rich Gal Society. Um, they can follow my Instagram, and I'll be dropping the community, actually, on the first. Okay. Um, it's $47 a month, and they pretty much get classes every week and we set up their whole we even set up their Airbnb for them and everything.
2: And mm-hmm. it's spelled Caribbean style, right? Rich gal. Gal. Yeah. How mm-hmm. about they G- spell that <laughs> for
3: us? Like Rich and then G Y A L Society. Yeah. <laughs>
2: make sure. Make sure <laughs> <And>
0: <laughs> okay. my brow
3: kit is called Brow Gal, so I'm pretty much oh. like doing the umbrella of the gal. Yes.
0: Love I love that. And then the hairdrops, what what's the um, the hair pot for a The hair pot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. All right, guys, that has been the episode for today. Janae Bolden, Ray Holiday, thank you guys for hosting with me. Alexis Guy, thank you once again for coming. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you so much. We do. And that has been All Right So Boom. You can check us out on bossup.com. It's been all right so boom on urban one podcast network apple podcast spotify or wherever you get your podcast visit urban one podcast.com to learn more the number one podcast.com